And welcome to the Locked On Islanders Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad to be with you as we break down everything New York Islanders. Don't forget, today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. We have got a lot to discuss on today's show. Islanders, and the Washington Capitals getting set for Game 5 today. As of when I'm recording this podcast, the time has yet to be announced. But uh, if you follow us on Twitter, we will certainly keep you up to date as to when the Islanders and the Capitals will face off. Game 5, technically a home game for the Washington Capitals. We'll talk about what went wrong in Game 4 Are there lineup changes? We'll have an update on Cal Clutterbuck's status for Game 5. And we will discuss the Islanders' power play and what's gone wrong. We also have our Islanders' birthday of the day and a whole lot more to get to. If there's something you'd like us to talk about, Islanders-related, of course, a question, a comment, a topic, feel free to send us an email. The address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. Leave us your name and where you're from, and we're more than happy to mention you on the air when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. Meanwhile, you can follow the show on Twitter, at Locked On Isles. Anytime there's a new show, uh, we'll drop it there first and let you know. Also, you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I, and we will have the latest Islanders news and notes, and we always try to tweet during the game and Keep you up to date with everything New York Islanders related. All right, let's get to the news first, and let's talk a little bit about injuries. Looks very promising right now that the New York Islanders will have Cal Clutterbuck available for Game 5 tonight or this afternoon. Uh... Barry Trotz indicating to reporters that he does expect that Clutterbuck should be ready to go. However, uh, he did also indicate that after the poor performance over the last 49 minutes or so of Game 4, that uh, here's the quote from Barry Trotz, we're contemplating a few changes in the lineup. We've talked about different situations. We're just going to see where we are later tonight. I'm going to have a couple of meetings with a couple of guys and we'll make our decisions based on what we know and what we think will help us tomorrow. Obviously, that quote made on Wednesday. Uh, 
perhaps the big question, does Johnny Boychuk return to the lineup for the New York Islanders? He has not appeared since Game 1 against the Florida Panthers uh, and has really been a healthy scratch in every game against the Capitals so far. Uh, the whole idea, perhaps, of reintroducing Boychuk into the lineup would be that he would allow the Islanders to, you know, add a little something on the power play, perhaps on the PK, and, you know, give them something different. Now, the, the question becomes, does that mean Andy Green sits? Maybe. Green has been solid. He has not been the cause. You know, he didn't have a bad game necessarily in Game 4 against the Capitals, but... At the same time, uh, something that the Islanders need to figure out, whether they get Johnny Boychuk back into the lineup. Uh, the other thing is, you know, Cal Clutterbuck expected to be ready. Uh, if he can't, or if uh, there's a problem with either Casey Sezikis or Matt Martin, do you go with Tom Cunackle or Ross Johnston? Uh, you know, who who would you use to, to fill in if, you want to make a forward line change. I mean, Johnston adds physicality, but he's more prone to taking penalties. Uh, and that's something that the Islanders obviously cannot do because of the way that their, you know, penalty kill has been not great in this series. And look, you know, for the most of the series, with the exception of the latter three quarters of game four, five on five has been mostly in the Islanders' favor, but, you know, at the end of the day, the Islanders uh, got some decisions to make, and uh, they got to stay out of the box. They have got to stay out of the box, and they've got to make their power play work. You know, one thing Barry Trott said after the first, uh, you know, after game four, he said, it came too easily for us. Uh, looked like the series was over, really. Uh, after the first 10 minutes, and then the Islanders took their foot off the gas. And here's the thing. Uh, the Islanders' style is based on that relentless forecheck, being smart in their own zone and then pinning the opposition into their own zone so they can't make those breakouts and transitions into, you know, center ice where they've got a lot of room to maneuver. That goal by Kuznetsov, in Game 4, was the opposite of everything the Islanders were trying to do. Uh, lots of room for Carlson to skate, wide open Kuznetsov with lots of room to maneuver, and then that was the, the one goal, I think, out of the three that Varlamov would really like to have back, a puck he really should have had, but uh, it's so hard to fault Simeon Varlamov because he's played so well over the course of these playoffs and even in Game 4, uh, you know, the Capitals really outplayed the Islanders for the last 49 minutes of that game. It should not have been 3-2. to two. It easily could have been 4-5-6-2 in that situation. So, Varlamov continues to play well, but the Islanders need to get back to that forecheck. Need to get back to being smarter in their own zone. They need to shut the Capitals down, and wear the Capitals down. The one thing about the Islanders' style of play, it requires 
tireless effort and work. And you do not win hockey games if you're the New York Islanders by being flashy, by making pretty plays. Yeah, occasionally that will happen. But you got to outwork your opponent. And there is a reason that the Capitals were 11 points better than the Islanders over the course of the regular season this year. They were the better team. And the Islanders need to outwork the Capitals and force the Capitals to play their style of hockey in order to win that last game. And look, they won three in a row, took that commanding lead. Now they have got to find a way to close out this series. And we'll see. We will see what they're going to do going forward. But I'll tell you this, Game 5 is critical because if the Islanders lose Game 5, and it's three games to two in the series with the Capitals winning the last two and getting momentum, the pressure shifts to the New York Islanders. So uh, time to shine if you're the New York Islanders in game five. All right, we've got a lot more to talk about. We are going to break down some of the failings on the power play. We're going to talk about some of the health issues for the Capitals, and we are going to discuss a lot more about game five. So stay All that and more to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. All right, you know it can be intimidating looking for auto parts when you need new new parts for your car. If you're not a car expert, a do-it-yourselfer, then, you know, it can be intimidating. You go up to the counter, you you don't know what the guy really is talking about. You don't know what prices he's really able to offer you. Well, all of that can change if you head over to rockauto.com. It's a family business that has been serving auto parts customers online for more than 20 years, and you could shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even a new carpet for your car or truck, whether it's for your classic or your daily driver. Get everything you need in just a few easy clicks, and they'll deliver it directly to your door. The website catalog is remarkably easy to navigate, and you can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Fox? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, let's uh, talk a little bit about the Capitals and their health situation. Nicholas Backstrom, obviously the big question mark. He did skate again on Wednesday. So the question now becomes, uh, again, a game-time decision for Nicholas Backstrom in Game 5. And, you know, the Capitals obviously better with Backstrom in the lineup than without him, but the question becomes whether or not, you know, he's ready to go, and, you know, he's in the concussion protocol, and that's always a tricky thing, because you could start to feel better and then get worse, or, you know, those kind of things can go away at the drop of a hat, or they could linger for quite some time. Obviously, we're just learning about all the implications of concussions and head blows and all of that. And so we will not know really until game time 
whether or not Nicholas Backstrom can go. If he's in the lineup, it's a little tougher for the Islanders to match lines with the Capitals. A lot more that they're going to need to do to defend Backstrom, especially on the power play. Backstrom is one of the better passers on the Capitals. He has a lot of uh, hockey vision and intelligence. He sees the ice very well, and he has chemistry with Alexander Ovechkin. So the Islanders really better off without Backstrom in the lineup, but uh, they have to prepare as if he's going to be in the lineup and be ready for him, and he would add uh, something to that Washington Capitals lineup if he is available and ready to go. Now, with regard to the Islanders' power play, uh, kind of tough right now because they're just not moving around as well as they need to do. They're not getting the chances that they need to get. And you hear the players talking, and they are more confident, I think, than you know, maybe the media and a lot of the fans are. And, you know, they're basically taking the attitude that, you know, they're getting closer. And they believe that they can get things done. And, you know, it's coming. We're, we're, we're you know, we're close to what, you know, to a breakthrough is, is more or less what they're saying on the power play. They are one for 19 in the series with the man advantage. Now, here's what Anthony Bavillier had to say. It's going to go in at some point. We're going to keep working on it, going to keep talking about it, and going to get the job done in the future. You've just got to be patient. You're never going to hit a home run every night or every time you're on the power play, but it's just about creating momentum and creating chances and feeling good about ourselves I thought that's what we did Tuesday night. It just didn't go in. I think Beauvillier may be a little bit overly optimistic. I think this power play needs more work. They need to do two things a little bit better. Uh, they make it three things. Number one, they need to move better without the puck. And this has been an issue really all season long for this power play. Move without the puck, create space. Then you got to make those cross-ice passes in order to take advantage of that space and get to the, the puck to an open man with room to shoot. And then finally, and of course, they've got to get someone down low, usually Anders Lee playing that role, but you got to get someone down low who is going to get in the face of uh, Braden Holtby and, you know set a screen and make things more difficult for the Washington Capitals defense. The other thing is this, the Islanders have a power play unit with five left-handed shots on it. And that does handicap this team. It really limits some of the things that they can do. And it might be desirable, if you're Barry Trotz, just to tweak that lineup a little bit so that you have at least one right-handed shot on that top power play unit. That way, one-timers become a lot easier, and it, it just absolutely has to be, uh, you know, it, it makes it tougher to defend 
against the power play, and that's something the Islanders need to work on. So we'll see if they are able to do it, but as of right now, the power play continues to struggle, and the Islanders cannot afford, again, to do that. They, they need to get the power play going if they want to make that long playoff run this year. Now, uh, a little early, perhaps, to look ahead, but yesterday, Boston advances to the next round of the playoffs. Uh, Tampa Bay has advanced to the next round of the playoffs. The odds are, right now, that if the Islanders are able to defeat the Capitals, their most likely opponent would be the Philadelphia Flyers. Now, if, uh, you know, if, if the Flyers end up blowing this series, that's a whole different story. But I'll tell you this, Islanders-Flyers is a matchup that I think is better for the Islanders than it would be if they had to face either Boston or Tampa Bay. Not that the Flyers are an easy team to face by any stretch of the imagination, but at the end of the day, the Islanders can't worry about who they're going to face in the next round. They've got to concentrate on getting past the Washington Capitals and ending this series because they can't let the Capitals feel like they have a realistic chance to get back into this series. All right, we've got more to come. We have our Islanders' birthday of the day, plus a, a careful look at Game 5 and what to look for. All that still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. All right, time for our Islanders' birthday of the day. Happy 43rd birthday to former Islanders goaltender Steve Valaquette. Valaquette born on this day in 1977. Uh, the Ontario native, a big goalie, six foot six, two hundred and twenty pounds, drafted in the eighth round by the LA Kings back in 1996, but made his NHL debut with the New York Islanders during the 1999-2000 season. Later, played for the Edmonton Oilers and the New York Rangers. Ended his career in Italy in 2011. 2012. And I'll tell you, Valaket was not an Islander for long, but he did have good numbers during his time with the New York Islanders. Again, limited appearances, but a 1.87 goals against average uh, in his six appearances and uh, won both of his decisions. That save percentage, 949. We're going to go back and look at one of his better performances with the Islanders. March 16th, 2000, at the Phillips Arena in Atlanta. The old Atlanta Thrashers taking on the Islanders and the goaltenders, obviously, Steve Valaquette for the Islanders. Damian Rhodes in between the pipes for the Thrashers. Islanders getting on the board first. Brad Isbister, his 18th, from Ian Bear and Johan Davidson. Then Ole Jokinen got his 10th. Dave Scatcherd and Dmitry Nabokov with the assist at 15-15. After 20 minutes, Islanders 2, Thrashers nothing. Islanders increased their lead in the second period with a couple of unassisted goals. First, Josh Green, his 12th of the year at 7:35. Then 
Tim Connolly, his 12th of the year also, at 12-11. But the Islanders got into a little penalty trouble. Eric Cairns in the box for interference, and the Thrashers cashed in Yannick Tremblay, his 8th from Nat Dominicelli, love that name, and Steve uh, Guola, and it's a 4-1 to hockey game. Then in the third period, with Marius Tchaikovsky off for tripping, Mike Stapleton got his 10th, Ray Ferraro, the former Islander, and Frantisek Caberle with the helpers at 9:20. but that was as close as Atlanta would get. A great game for Steve Valaket, 37 saves out of the 39 shots that he faced. Islanders win the hockey game despite being outshot 39-27 to in this one. No Islander with uh, multiple points in this one as far as the plus-minus. Uh, Matthew Biron and, uh, and Ian Herbers each with a plus three to lead the Islanders. And shots on goal, Brad Isbister leading the way with four Islanders getting a win behind stellar goaltending from Steve Valaket. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. This game taking place back on March 16th, 2000. All right, now, the Islanders got to take care of business here, and they know, the Islanders, that this is not going to be easy. There's a reason that it's a cliche that that fourth win in a best-of-seven series is always the toughest one to get, and Matt Martin admitted today uh, that, you know, we knew they weren't going to go away without a fight, and yeah, that has to be true, and here Martin continues, they're a good team, we knew that coming into this series, we knew they were going to fight, they outplayed us in the second and probably for for the most part in the third uh, in game four. Now it's up to us to kind of get back to our game and respond the right way. We've got a chance to do that tonight, and we still like where we are in this series, and we still have a lot of confidence in this group. And, you know, Butch Goring also mentioned that Barry Trotz is very good at preparing the New York Islanders to bounce back after a loss, and particularly after a loss where they play poorly. Well, Barry Trotz, this is your chance to do exactly that. The Islanders clearly did not play the way that they need to play to win in Game 4. Now is their chance to bounce back and finish this series off Capitals are the home team, so they will have the last change in this game, but uh, this is a golden opportunity for the New York Islanders, and again, remember, this series, if they win it, just gets the Islanders into the second round of the playoffs, which is exactly where they ended up a year ago, and gives them a chance, obviously, to do better this year than they did in 2018. 2019. All right, that wraps up this edition of Locked On Islanders. We'll be back tomorrow with a full recap and analysis of what happened in Game 5, and we will possibly be talking a little bit about who the opponent is in the next round, or we'll be talking about what has to happen in Game 6. So 
Lots to come on our weekend edition show. Now, tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On NHL, and they'll break down everything happening around the league during these exciting Stanley Cup playoffs. Have a great day, everybody. Enjoy Game 5. And, of course, let's go Islanders.